Well, hello, hello. Hello, hello. Praise God for another, another Sunday. It is all good. It is all good. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. I thank God for uh, for uh, his, his word. I thank God for his, his life, the life that he's given me, health and strength, the activity of my limbs. Hmm? He is so, so wonderful. What we got going on out here? I'll be blessed. Be blessed today. Thanks for joining another broadcast of Together With Him. I'm Sister Anne. And we are going to just take our time and enjoy Jesus today. You know, just spend some time in the Word. Because, you know, really without His Word, in the beginning was the Word. And the Word was with God. And the Word was God. We have to get in that Word. And I just, I love the Word. I know you do too. Because that's why you are hanging out you're hanging out and we're here to just be a blessing to each other you know chime in if you well if you can there's a couple of formats you can't chime in on because we have some you know people that want to just act out a little bit for right now but you know we're gonna pray (laughs) gonna pray for them we're gonna be talking about how to love folks how to love folks even though it is not easy oh uh, we're gonna talk about love again big shout out to all of the labors for his harvest ministries volunteers and all of those who um you know just make things happen and you know with your prayers you know supporting the ministry and in prayers rolling up your sleeves if you have to you know volunteering in all different kinds of ways but just being there for the kingdom of god that's what it's all about you know we are in a great wonderful kingdom we are the king's kids once you get saved you're a king's kid yeah and you belong to him and you can look forward to all of the different benefits that he has for us as his children amen just the wonderful benefits of of who who he is and uh the wonderful benefits of of what he has prepared for them that loves that love him see we love him we have to love our god we do and you know it's a learned process it's not all the time uh you know where you know how to love him you know we we have to be taught how to love we do we have to be taught how to love it doesn't come natural you know because well you know we're we, we were born and we're a selfish give me a wah where's my bottle wah change my diaper wah hold me <laughs> you know there's a lot of selfishness in a human being you know for the survival sake but mothers and fathers love the babies and grow and teach the babies how to be great children to uh, love each other amen just to be that family amen blessings to you uh, dr anthony clark dr anthony clark big man of god big shout out to you and your family we love you today we do we think about you and you know that ministry uh is just a great ministry of what he does and teaching he's a kingdom guy So if you ever want to know about the kingdom of God, I'm talking about where that's the 
the direction, the perspective, the insight that God has given him, you know, that interest there, that kingdom building. So go check him out. Anthony Clark, he's out there on Facebook. Amen. God bless you. Yeah, so, you know, let, let's just go ahead and pray and just ask God to just come in and hang out with us. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for all of who you are, God. Without you, we can do nothing. We are nothing. Thank you, God, that one day you decided to send us down here. Hallelujah. And be your example, your disciples here on earth, because that's where we are, God. Father, we are the light. We are the salt, God. And thank you for choosing me. Thank you for choosing us. Many are called, but few are chosen. Thank you for choosing us, God, to be your children, God. Amen. And today, we're just spending some time with you. Speak to our hearts. Amen. Speak to our minds. Speak to us, Holy Spirit. In the matchless name of Jesus, we pray and thank you. Amen and amen. And that's what it's all about. Praise God. All right. So you know what I like to do. I like to get my praise on. <laughs> and I've been enjoying praise breaks. Now, there's a couple of reasons why that I've been enjoying the praise break. Number one, praise breaks, uh, you know, just you, you got to just take some time to say thank you. That's the main thing. And, you know, there's a there's a certain flair to praise breaks. Now, everybody praises him a little bit differently. And they're all unique, uh, just like we're unique. So I enjoy the praise breaks. Amen. And I just get in there and just 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 enjoy Jesus, you know. So let's take a look here. I'm going to see what this uh, we're going to go ahead and share that. Uh, this praise break is just called praise break. You know, young people sometimes just keep it simple because, you know, they might not be all fla fancy and flair. They just keep it simple. They're just being obedient and sharing the gift that God has given them. Let's check them out. Amen. Just praise break. Praise God. Uh oh. Thank you, Lord. They just got started. Young brothers. Come on. Thank you, Jesus. Taking time. To give God some glory. Hallelujah to you, God. Thank you, Lord, for waking me up this morning. Start me on my day. Hallelujah. Thank you for the mind to want to be saved. Hallelujah. Thank you for your love, God. Thank you that you are love. Thank you for your forgiving power. Thank you, Lord, for your strength. Woo, thank you for your insight. Thank you for your purpose. Hallelujah. Thank you for your glory. Hallelujah. That rest rules and reigns in the lives of your people. Woo. Uh-oh. Did they go there to God? Be the glory. Woo. Be the glory. Be the glory for 
whatever you do, huh? Best thing to do is to get an understanding, huh? And all of you are getting whatever you get in the word of God. Get that understanding. Understand what you're doing. Huh? Understand why you're saved. Understand the best you can who he is. You know, because we it, it's hard to find God out. It is. It's not all that. But one thing, one thing that he has told us, huh, is that he is love and that is one of the if not the primary main theme of God that's his main thing yes yes so since he is since he is love huh then we're to love one another and he we talked about scripture on top of scripture yesterday you get a chance go out there and check out the to uh, uh, on the go with LFHHM broadcast that we do on Saturdays in the evening and there's some scripture out there you can enjoy and the thing about scriptures saints of God uh, friends loved ones is that they take we take those scriptures and we hide them in our hearts so it's like okay we've heard it but then when we uh, read them and ingest them and chew them up and you know it, like we're just we, we just ingest them into our spirits then when it comes time for us to remember what those scriptures say because there's a challenge in our life right huh here comes slew foot using someone who's clowning and acting up huh or you know really i think the main theme is that we're talking uh, about saints the church and we're talking to the saints the church amen so once you get saved, God transforms us. We're not all the time. Sometimes he takes things away from us right away. And some, th some things we have to grow to know and to do. Once we know better, we, we do better. Amen. So here, this, this subject here, love the unlovable love the unlovable now, now i might get a little personal i might uh because really it's about the testimony hallelujah it's about the testimony to know that this is a journey it's a journey and you'll find yourself in in ways and even maybe in more than one different type of fellowship so you might start out in one fellowship. We're talking about a church, right? And you'll grow in that fellowship. And then the understanding, it take you so far, you know, because maybe they don't have, uh, you know, the all of the support in that what you need. It'll take you so far. Well, uh, then you may go to another fellowship. But just know that wherever you go, Huh? Whether it's you that needs to be transformed, your heart, your mind, to love, hmm? or whether or not it's some other knucklehead in there. Not you being the knucklehead, maybe it's another knucklehead in the church that is just wreaking havoc huh? on what you're doing. you trying to come and praise God and here comes the haters. <laughs> you know, uh, for whatever reason. And we talked about really how we're really trying to overcome i believe and heal from this prosperity 
it, you know, this prosperity lie, this prosperity gospel, which isn't even a, a gospel, it's a lie, uh, you know, to, to prosper and get to the point, name it and claim it, blab it and grab it. it you know, it's a heresy. It's not, it's not even the truth. God hasn't promised any of us to uh, be get rich. He's, God's not a get rich quick guy or get rich in even a long term. But what we do, we, what we do, we do acquire things so that we are prepared to give in every good work and charitable donation. We're to do that. Uh, but God doesn't promise us uh, rich and then to prosper and be in good health, even as our soul prospers. So that's talking about our minds and how we grow in God and to prosper in all that we do, not just in the work and the monetary thing, but there's other parts of our lives that are important. And because we live in this capitalistic society, it's tough. You know, because it seems like every measurement is based on your bank account. And that is, you know, God thinks so much of money, his gold. He walks on it. His 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 uh, heaven is uh, like pure glass, that gold. He walks on streets of gold and it's his pure glass. It's transparent. It's so wonderful. And you can't even imagine what God's money's like, you know. So in money, yes, it's a tool, but it's not our total lives. So what what has happened is we've gotten away from the truth of who God is. God is love. It didn't say God is money. No. Yeah, money is a tool. You have it. You use it. But God is love. So what happens is we get into the different churches and, you know, we'll go to the fellowship and we feel we have to compete. Because one thing about capitalism is that it, it, it breeds competition. Then there's envy, there's jealousy because folks can't keep up or whatever. I don't, I'd see a sister dress and dressing and I don't even try to keep up. Uh, sister Zola's one, you know, my sis, she go in. <laughs> She loves and she looks beautiful. That's that's her style. But folks want to come in and dress and they want to make that what church is all about. Church is not about your dress. It is not about your suit. It is not about your tie, how good you smell. It's not about your shoes. It's not about any of that. That's not what church is. It's not about any material things. The car that you came in on. Uh, God will came in and God will look, looks at that heart more than anything. He'll look at that heart and say, hey, I see you on the bus, bruh, bruh. Sis, sis, I see you coming. Um, and he says he's going to bless whatever we do. So yeah, we gotta. We know we have some transportation coming. Yeah, you know, and maybe we don't, but we're still gonna love God. It's not about keeping up with the Joneses. That's not what church is about. And we've made that, and we have been fed that diet of for decades, y'all. No, not just a a few years or whatever. But guess what? We broke that up. Huh? Guess what? All of the churches are kind of on the level playing field that it's about really getting out there and soul winning. Now it's about telling the truth. You know, God says with loving kindness, I've drawn you loving kindness. So if if we're in the churches trying to outdress and and out whatever we do, out sing, the, do all the runs and the trills and all that, if that's what church is all about, then we're going to be sadly mistaken. Those that believe in that, they're sadly mistaken and they're not going to be able to keep up because really church is about love because God so loved 
the world that he gave his only begotten son he became that sacrifice and we talked about that last week how God became our covering he Jesus became our covering he shed his blood and and washed us clean and covered us hallelujah washed our sins away praise God so here we are again talking about love yes talking about love love the unlovable that's a tough one huh that that mean as a rattlesnake uh usher deacon sisterhood brotherhood uh, the haters the ones that want to talk to you all rough and disrespectful you can't get anything done every time you ask to do something for the lord in that ministry is no you know they look at you all crazy talk to you out the side of their neck you know, uh, miss, don't go to eat. You get in the line to get a get a plate, and they serve you, and and uh, be it just a little bit. That you know, back in the day, I used to feed my kids before I went to anything that churches had, because I I wasn't trying to get uh have my kids hungry and say oh, we're gonna eat at church. No, you're not gonna eat at church, and, and not if it's someone that doesn't love you is serving you. Yeah, you're not going to eat. You can't come up for a second. So I made sure that my kids were well fed before we went to any church function where it had to do with food so that I wouldn't be offended. So my children wouldn't be offended. And we were there. That was just a little snack. <laughs> come on now. Loving the unlovable. You know, I, I, I had my certain seat or whatever where I went to or whatever, but I wasn't going to try to have an usher sit me down and sit me down in, in, a, in an uncomfortable seat. I would go early enough to where I could pick my own seat. They weren't even there yet. <laughs> so there's ways to get around it, but we must, we must love each other. Come on, let's go ahead and turn to 1 John chapter 4. Now, these are some long chapters, but here, what I need to, to do is share this. I'm going to be about what I'm supposed to be doing. We I need to share this, so let's read. Let's read now. Make sure you have your Bible because that's, that's what we do. We read that Word of God and we, we go ahead and, and uh, get into that Word and we do rightfully divide the Word of Truth. Hallelujah. God is love. We need to know that. All right, let's start at verse 7. And I'll read in the Amplified. Amen. Beloved, let us unselfishly love and seek the best for one another. For love is from God, and everyone who loves others is born of God and knows God through personal experience. The one who does not love has not become acquainted with God, does not and never did know him. For God is love. He is the originator of love. And it is an enduring attribute of his nature. By this, the love of God was displayed in us in that God has sent his only one and only begotten son, the one who is truly unique, the one, the only one of his kind into the world so that we might live through him in this is love not that we loved God but that he loved us and sent his son to be 
the propitiation that is the atoning sacrifice and the satisfying offering for our sins fulfilling God's requirement for justice against sin and placation placating his wrath beloved if God so loved us in this incredible way we also ought to love one another let's stop right there now you know really as saints of god if you're a christian you claim to be a christian and you, you know you mean and hateful you're ugly you're setting up ways to divide devise and hurt people your brothers and sisters bible says you didn't even you haven't even been acquainted with god you don't even know who god is you don't even know who he is hmm if you're doing all that plotting and, and acting out and just can't wait to say no and embarrass and hurt your brothers and sisters in Christ in any way, the Bible says that you do not know God, does not and, and never did know him. So you're faking. That's one surefire way to know whether a person has ever truly received the lord as their personal savior that is one surefire way to to wonder whether or not a person has ever really asked god to be their lord and savior and received his forgiveness and has decided to ask god to come into their heart that's one surefire way to know whether god has even come into your heart if you cannot love and if you're devising hurt and pain for brothers and sisters in Christ. See, look, I know there's quite a few of you all out there. Yeah, I've never had that problem. One thing I, I did have an opportunity to do as a little girl, I had a chance to get to know the Lord as a little girl. I did. And as a little child, we 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 really have that sincerity of of getting to know who God is and and we really do feel his love and that's what we want to be like we want the love we want our parents to love us we want to love our brothers and sisters and be helpful we want uh, our uh, friends to love us and to be a good friend when you get saved I was saved as a as a little girl Yes, and and the battle comes when people who were supposed to be saved act like the devil. That's the hurt and the pain. That's where the church hurt comes in. Yeah, they act like the devil. They're not loving. They're so dogmatic in what it is, uh, pounding and beating you upside the head, you know, uh, which, which day is the Sabbath and whether or not you're to be baptized in this way and that way, which is important now, I'm saying. But, you know, you're so, uh, so invested in that that you don't even have the love of God. I will challenge anyone who has a hateful heart, anyone that has an issue with loving the brothers and sisters, their brothers and sisters in Christ, I challenge whether or not you even knew God, whether or not you even received his Holy Spirit. I'll go as far as that. Yeah, I'm not even going deliverance. Yeah, you never knew him. That's what he said. Huh? Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. And we also ought, since God loved us, the least we can do is love one another. Come on, verse 12. No one has seen God at any time. 
But if we love one another with unselfish concern, God abides in us and his love, the love that is his essence abides in us and is completed and perfected in us. Hmm? So that's, this is an unselfish love. This is an unselfish love. Get out of me, myself and I. See, that's what capitalism teaches us. That's what the world teaches us. We got to be better. It's all about me. I have to be fulfilled. It's all about what I want. It's all about that my needs are met. You know, look, God promises to supply all of our needs. And then we're to take it with that overflow and share in love with others. Hallelujah. Come on, 1 John chapter 4, 7 through 21. Hold on to this. Come on. Thank you, Jesus. It, and then it's perfected in us that love is. By this, we know with con confident assurance that we abide in him and he in us because he has given us his Holy Spirit. So if you have the Holy Spirit, you can't help but to love. Uh, Holy Spirit is after you speak in tongues with the initial evidence as the spirit of, of speaking in tongues, it, the utterance of God as he's given you the utterance. After you've done that, then there should be some transformation, which means love. Get get rid of that bitterness. See, because he's saying that you didn't even know me. You don't even know God without his love. Hallelujah. And that Holy Spirit, let the Holy Spirit rest, rule, and reign. It's okay. It's okay because we're going to see that God even fights the battles. The things that, that we think folks are getting, oh, I got to, I got to, I got to stand up. Yeah, there's some pick and choose your battles. Sometimes you got to say something, but it's all in how you say it. Hallelujah. Don't destroy a person. You just try to get your little point across. Huh? We, verse 14, we who are with him in person have seen and testified as eyewitnesses that the father has sent the son to be the savior of the world. Whoever confesses and acknowledge, acknowledges that Jesus is the son of God, God abides in him and he in God. We have come to know by personal observation and experience and have believed with deep con consistent faith that the love which God has for us God is love and the one who abides in love abides in God and God abides continually in him see this is a cycle of love when you show God love God shows you love first God shows you love that's what we read first right he showed us love then we show him love hallelujah in this union and fellowship with him, with God, that's capital letter H, love is completed and perfected with us so that we may have confidence in the day of judgment with assurance and boldness to face him. Because as he is, so are we in this world. There is no fear in love. Dread does not exist. So if you if there's an issue with fear, if you're afraid somebody's going to take your little job, mm, that's not love. There's something else going on there. You're afraid someone's going to take your little post at church. Someone is going to sing a little bit better. Someone is going to come in. And, you know, there's some people that have a takeover spirit. And, and I understand that. But there's a way to deal with them even in love. All right, see, there's no fear in love. Dread does not exist, but perfect, complete, full-grown love drives out fear. Yeah, drives out fear because fear involves the ex 
expectation of divine punishment. So the one who is afraid of God's punishment is not perfected in love, has not grown into a sufficient understanding of God's love. We love because he first loved us. Verse 20, if anyone says I love God and hates works against his Christian brother, he is a liar. For the one who does not love his brother whom he has seen cannot love God whom he has not seen. And this commandment we have from him, capital letter H, that the one who loves God should also unselfishly love his brother and seek the best for him. See, love seeks the best. So it's like, okay, you see someone that might be doing a little something that just got married. Pray for that marriage. Huh? Just got pregnant. Pray for the pregnancy. Hey, you know, that the baby will be born healthy. Don't be don't be jealous and, and envious of, of anything. Don't do that. Because God, we don't have to. God is more than enough. He's got big blessings for us all. Amen. We don't have to be uh, wondering whether or not, uh, whether or not, uh, you know, someone is going to get more than you because it's going to be different. What someone gets more of, I might not even be concerned with. They, they, because they need it. That's their purpose and calling. They need that. I might not I need that for my purpose and calling. So why am I going to be jealous and hating and tripping? Come on. All right. Praise God. All right, Brother Frank Hollins. Amen to you. Praise God for you. Yes, ma'am. He says, all right. Yes, yes to that word. Let's go ahead and turn to Hebrews chapter 10, verses 19 through 25. I think we're doing pretty good on time. I, I got some long scriptures here, but, you know, we need to knock this out the ballpark. We need to get rid of all this issue with hating because we're how are we going to draw the world? How are we going to draw them with anything other than love? We have to love people coming in. We have to. And if we're not doing that, then we're, we're not being obedient to God. We probably never knew God. Huh? Come on. That's what he says. Probably never knew him. He says, you didn't know me. If, you, if you're not feeling love towards and compassion and, and good, kind-hearted and kindness towards brothers and sisters. Look, you don't know me. Huh? Look, we're not slaves around here. No, we're not. We're the king's kids. Praise God. Don't be whooping on people, mistreating people because because you think that you, you can get away with it. We're going to see that you can't get away with that. God doesn't let you get away with that. Don't think you can. He's going to get you. Hebrews chapter 10 verses 19 through 25. A new and living way. 19 verse 19. Therefore believers since we have confidence and full freedom to enter the holy place. That's the place where God dwells. By means of the blood of Jesus. By this new and living way which he initiated and opened for us through the veil. As in the holy of holies. That is through his flesh. So what God did on the cross. The veil of the temple. used to be that the children of Israel. Had to go in there and atone for the sins. So the priests would go in. Atone for the sins. Well look Jesus Christ atoned for our sins. The sins of the world. 
including the Gentiles, all of us, once and for all. So the veil of that temple where they used to have to do the blood sacrifice was rent. It was torn from top to bottom because of what Jesus Christ did what God did in his flesh through his flesh and since we have a great and wonderful priest so now he becomes the priest who rules over the house of God let us approach God with a true and sincere heart in unqualified assurance of faith having had our hearts sprinkled clean from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water so look your heart that heart you know even though god says the heart of man is desperately wicked who can know it that heart is going to be sprinkled clean once we get saved that's what we're we look forward to that's the one of the benefits of getting saved our hearts being sprinkled clean from evil conscience look if you're not loving somebody you're just doing evil straight You can't look and have no compassion, you know, you just devising evil or you, you know, that they better get their own. I mean, you know, all that silliness. Come on. Verse 23, let us seize and hold tightly the confession of our hope through without wavering for he is who promise is reliable and trustworthy and faithful to his word. And let us consider thoughtfully how we may encourage one another to love and to do good deeds yeah we have to love and do good deeds come on not forsaking and then it comes in to say verse 25 not forsaking our meeting together as believers for worship and instruction as is the habit of some but encouraging one another and all the more faithfully as you see the day of christian of christ returns approaching so verse 24 let us consider thoughtfully how we may encourage one another to love and do good deeds you know we do that in the church huh so that's the place where god collectively requires that we come together in fellowship now they used to be go house to house house churches i don't know where the church is going I believe that there's going to be some house churches, you know, even as a community organization labors for its harvest ministries, you know, there's smaller groups may be required. And that's what we do. We're still a faith based organization. Amen. So, you know, you may go from house to house, but the fact is, is that you're coming together. You don't, it doesn't say that you have to have a mega church to be successful. Has nothing to do with size of church, but that you do come together. But then when you come together, do you want to come together in a a snake pit? (laughs) You want to come together with hater, hateful people? You know, you know, brother so-and-so is going to say something because, or he's not even going to help you. Deacon so-and-so will help every other sister. But then when it comes to you having to set up some chairs or do something, he's not going to help you. Or sister so-and-so, she'll she'll go around and and help all other organizations and within the the group and everything all the other events and do do their flyers but won't do your flyers huh you know we have to stop that there's something wrong there's something wrong and we need to check our hearts because we want people to come in and see god's love and that's where we show it we show the love of god with one another within the house or within the place where we come to fellowship Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Woo, this is good to me. It's good to me. 
Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Now let's look at Romans. Now Romans, I had to go there and I'm, I'm going to have to kind of speed through this because, you know, I do have a time limit. We, we minister on some platforms that only require, uh, require that we do like 60, 60 minutes or one hour. So I don't go over. I try not to go over so that we can make sure that we get on, on all the platforms. And that's loving as many people, potentially loving as many people as we can, right? So if that's where they are on the platform, platform says, look, 60 minutes. So we're going to potentially love them on that platform so that they can get all of what we're sharing together. Amen. But Romans chapter 12 verses 1 through 21. Now this is long, but I'm going to go ahead and read it. And we're going to pick out the highlights of love. And this is a wonderful chapter, just like the Hebrews that we talked about. The Hebrews chapter 10 verses 19 through 25. Go ahead and read that and, and get that in your spirit. All right. Dedicated service. This is what this chapter is talking about. This is the whole chapter, y'all. Therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies, dedicating all of yourselves set apart as a living sacrifice, holy and well-pleasing to God, which is your rational, rational, logical, intelligent act of worship. All right. So, you know, as far as sacrifices are concerned, you might have to you know take a hit where brother or sister so-and-so says something to you and you know you can get up and straight clown you could do that <laughs> you know but why why disrupt the service you know why why do that uh why why disrupt the service or, or but here we're gonna know we know that god if we hold our peace god's gonna fight our battles if we believe what god's word says see because by the time god gets through uh spanking folks Huh? They're going to be spanked. Now, I'm not saying let them walk all over you. I'm not saying that because there's a way in wisdom to go ahead and, and just avoid them in that way. But don't hate them. Avoid them. You know you can't go to them and ask them anything. Why trouble them? Why get them all upset and flustered? Because we are called to peace. Blessed are the peacemakers. Praise God. All right, verse 2. And do not be conformed to this world any longer with its superficial values and customs, but be transformed and progressively changed as you mature spiritually by the renewing of your mind, focusing on godly values and ethical attitudes so that you may prove for yourselves what the will of God is, that which is good and acceptable and perfect in his plan and purpose for you. For by the grace of God given to me, I say to every one of you not to think more highly of himself and of his importance and ability than he ought to think, but to think so as to have sound judgment as God has apportioned to each a degree of faith and a purpose designed for service. So look, that, that says it all a lot there in itself. Look, don't think you're all that in a bag of chips. So you can be the aggressor. You're going out there. You do. Do you know who I am? Uh, I'm uh, brother, uh, sister, uh, bishop, uh, apostle, uh, evangelist, uh, you know, mother, you know, first lady. Uh, look, no, no. We're all servants of Christ. And that might be your position in, in service. But just because your service is what it is in that way do doesn't mean that my service as an usher or, or my service, oh man, uh, as a, a nurse bringing water and cough drops isn't important. 
uh, passing out fans. Come on. Look, making sure that folks are all right and, and don't get all overwhelmed and we have to call the ambulance because they done passed out. No, come on. Let, let's not think more highly of ourselves. You know, we love one another and gifts or whatever, have little services and, you know, love offerings. Oh, you could do that. There's nothing wrong with that. But you're in, in service to God, nobody is better than the other. Amen. Praise God. Verse four, for just as in one physical body we have many parts and these parts do not all have the same function or special use so we who are many are nevertheless just one body in christ and individually we are parts one of another mutually dependent on each other yeah see that we work as a team the kingdom of god should work as a team you know, you have different positions, but my position is where I'm uh, watching the door or uh, passing out cough drops or water or whatever. My position is super important because, you know, I'm taking care of the one who is having to run their mouth. Yeah, that's a lot, you know, and in helping in any kind of way or the the doorkeeper, the ushers, those that are in video production. Now, you know, there's some folks that back there shoot that they could get the big head. That's a pretty big job, you know, or, oh, let's talk about the choir, the singers or the, you know, those the praise team members or whatever. Look, no job in church is bigger than the other because it's all to glorify him for the purpose and service that he's called you to do. And we're all one body in Christ. So when you do good, guess who else is doing good? huh? When you're singing beautiful, guess who else is singing beautiful? the body of Christ and we being there even if we're just lay members coming participating saying praise the Lord being available for those that need prayer that being available altar workers huh those that minister the the word to explain what salvation is and to encourage compel men to be saved and the prayer people that come to, to pray oh Lord those are great 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 warriors I, I you know i use that where we all are fighting this battle and we're all on the same team hallelujah great warriors for christ thank you lord since we have gifts that differ according to the grace given us each of us each of us is to use them according to them and some we have the gift of prophecy let him speak a new message from god to his people and proportion to the faith possessed in service and the act of serving or he who teaches in the act of teaching see you know that's service too so the you know prophecy you know folks getting up and preaching that's that's act of service yeah they they're serving we want to help them huh T he who teaches in the act of teaching verse 8 or he who encourages in the act of encouragement he who gives with generosity he who lends with diligence he who shows mercy in caring for others with cheerfulness love is to be sincere and active the real thing without guile and hypocrisy hate what is evil detest all ungodliness do not tolerate wickedness hold on tightly to what is good hallelujah be devoted to one another verse 10 this is scripture 
Woo, huh? This is just knocking all the haters, all the clowns, all the knuckleheads, just knocking them out. This, this take, this is Mike Tyson knocking them out. Psh, huh? Let him, let him lay down there and soak under the Holy Spirit. Here's the Holy Spirit just slaying them, huh? Into to understand the truth. The word is being spoken. Verse ten: Be devoted to one another with authenticity, brotherly affection, as members of one family. Give preference to one another in honor, never lagging behind in diligence, aglow in the spirit, enthusiastically serving the Lord, consistently rejoicing in hope because of our confidence in Christ, steadfast and patient in distress, devoted to prayer, continually seeking wisdom, guidance and strength, contributing to the needs of God's people. Woo, pursuing the patient, the practice of hospitality. That is huge. You know, I was just talking to a sister and it's like, oh my goodness. You know, if, if you can't, you can't half get any, any of the churches to help you if you're in a bad way. And you know, uh, that's just the way it is. You know, they expect you to give, but then there isn't anything set up for when uh, you may find yourself in a in a bad way and need the church. There's a lot of lot of churches like that, Uh, but we're to bless one another. Huh? We're to be hospitable, contributing to the needs of God's people. You know, a lot of times, look, we don't we don't want to be burdens, but real, really churches should have themselves set up in a way to where they can be a blessing to God's people, where the God's people can come and and benefit from the fruits of the gifts that have been given to the ministry in, in a way to where they feel loved, huh? not used not slave driven, not sold, not pimped. Uh, you know, I, you better bring that money and come on and get this envelope and all this. And we're trying to meet none of that. See, that's not love. That's usury. That's capitalism that to compete, you know, to try to talk you out of your money, to sell you something, you know, we got this and I'm going to sell you that or whatever, tit for tat. That's not God's way in the churches. And that's why the churches aren't as full as they need to be. Amen. You got more, more uh, kids and, and, and families not going to church than you do going to church And churches or in most communities. Why aren't they full come on because the love has to be there thank you lord bless those who persecute you who cause you harm or hardship bless and do not curse them so here's the the key scripture so look you know they get on your nerves they're not treating you right do your best bless and pray for them uh you know they're persecuting you they're showing favoritism or whatever don't leave the ministry in that do your best to love and to continue on you know now and ha- be prayerful so and let god show you what to do and where where to go and to stay he'll give you the endurance to do and all of that rejoice with those who rejoice sharing others joys and weep with those who weep sharing others griefs live in harmony with one another do not be haughty conceited self-important exclusive but associate with humble people those with realistic self-view huh 
So do not overestimate yourself. So what I do, there not the whole church doesn't have issues with hating and clowning and being unlovable. There are many people within that fellowship that are kind, loving, helpful, and they're feeling it too. Because look, you know, that one, that one that rubs you raw, that talks crazy, they don't just talk crazy to you. They clowning everybody in there. But what I do is I gravitate to the ones who are loving. Hmm? I live in harmony uh, and, and hang in there and associate myself with humble people, sweet people, kind people. And then we can still allow for the Holy Spirit to operate in that church where you got Boo Boo the Fool clowning. Hmm? More than one boo-boo the fool. Might be more than one spy. Folks going up in the pastor's office. Always telling them what's going on. You know. So that they think that they can get a feather in their cap. You know. For what? For what? Hmm? Causing division. But just know that there are people that you can love. And then allow for that fellowship to continue on. And you know that the others need prayer. There's something wrong with them. If they don't want to receive God's love, there's something wrong. If they don't want to exude, show, express, you know, they've been deep hurt, clowned. Yeah, something is wrong with them. Hmm? So we want to be patient because love is patient. We might have to come back next week and talk about what love is. Come on. Verse 17. Never repay anyone evil for evil. Take Stop for what is right and gracious and proper in the sight of everyone. If possible, as far as it de depends on you, live at peace with everyone. See, you know, this is, we're not saying to lay down. I'm not saying to lay down and be a doormat because we don't have to be. There are loving people there to where God's uh, service, his Holy Spirit can still operate successfully and, and, and do that. Verse 19, beloved, never avenge yourselves. Here we go. And this is what it's saying. Never avenge yourself, but leave, leave the way open for God's wrath and his judicial righteousness. For it is written in scripture, vengeance is mine. I will repay, says the Lord. Verse 20. But if your enemy is hungry, woo, <laughs> hallelujah, feed him. If he is thirsty, give him a drink. For doing this, you will heap burning coals on his head. Thank you, Jesus. Verse 21, do not be overcome and conquered by evil, but overcome evil with good. We are more than conquerors through him who loved us. And we're going to take that love that he loved us with. And we're just going to overcome and conquer huh? the evil clowns, uh, folks acting out and want to be uh, ugly. See that prayer, the weapons of our work. We're going to pray for them. Yeah, we're going to be kind to them. And we're just going to, you know, it's like, oh, that folks might have, you know, treat them like they might have the plague. But don't get all so wrapped up to where you get discouraged is what I'm saying. And you can't function because one person is acting out. Okay, so the one, the two, you know, I can, I can think of one fellowship. Oh, my goodness. I'm wondering what the heck happened. 
seemed like the everybody in uh, 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 positions to where they are authoritative positions. It seemed like everybody in authoritative position is 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 a clown acting out and and hurting people and and just tearing tearing the church up. But then you have sweet kind saints. Hmm. So look, I don't understand it, but here just know that God has made a way and if he says to overcome and and overcome evil with good then it works it works we can do that hallelujah thank you Jesus if you need to know God as your Lord and Savior if you know that you have not loved I I had to do some repenting myself and I saw some things in me that happened some years ago where I wasn't being fair even to my own children. I didn't know how to love my own children. See, that's why the church is so important to where the older women are supposed to teach the younger women how to love their husbands, their children. I didn't know how to do that. I've been saved a long time. Churches, let's teach the women how to love their children. Amen. Let's do that. See, and if we're teaching the truth of love, God's love, then we don't have to worry about uh, whether or not we're in his will. See, get away from that lie, that heresy, stuff to make your, your behind look good. No, huh? The, the bigger the hat, the prettier, the glitter, the dress, the finer the suit the wider lapels thin lapels i don't know that's not what's important in god's house his kingdom requires love that's something that the world does not have they cannot love all they know is trickery huh they know lies they know deceit that's the world but what's in god's house what's supposed to be in his houses is love something different do you have that certain something that only comes from above? Hallelujah. Huh? That's love. He is the only one that can give us this love. Slewfoot can't do it. The world can't do it. It's fake. It's false. It's not real. If you need to repent, if you need a greater understanding about what love is, if you need the strength of God to love through you, because that's what he does. If you need to be saved, you want God to be your Lord and Savior. You're taking this personal. If you're doing that, hallelujah, thank you, Lord. Then pray, pray this prayer. Pray this prayer. Hallelujah. Dear God in heaven, I come to you in the name of Jesus. I acknowledge to you that I am a sinner. And I am sorry for my sins. And the life that I have lived. I need your forgiveness. Please forgive me for my sins. I repent and turn away from sin. 
and I turn to you. I believe that you, Jesus, shed your precious blood on the cross at Calvary and died for my sins. And I am now willing to turn from my sin. I repent and turn away from sin and I turn to you. I believe that you, Jesus, shed your precious blood on the cross at Calvary and died for my sins. And I am now willing to turn from my sin. Right now I ask you, Jesus, to be my Lord and Savior and Lord over my life and my soul. With my heart, I believe that God raised Jesus from the dead. This very moment I accept you, Jesus, as my Lord and Savior. Lord Jesus, transform my life so that I may bring glory and honor to you in Jesus name amen amen and if you prayed that prayer just know that you are on your way you have right relationship with your God you 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 you're there you're in his face you have his attention hallelujah and to get a more clear understanding of what's next what to expect next in your journey and your relationship with God you can go out to our website at www.lfhhm.org and you can click on the uh, discipleship resources tab and out there there is a salvation uh, pamphlet the road to salvation pamphlet that will explain what's next huh? we repent there's baptism in the name of Jesus for the remission of sins there's the infilling of the gift of the Holy Spirit and then there's walking in the newness of life huh? turning away from the old ways huh? to turning to God the new way his way amen and it explains it and if you're uh, needing more information about where to be baptized, you can go out there and contact us and we can get you some information about churches in your area that uh, will baptize. If, um, if you want to be put on a list um, to where we can send out some information and what the current events are going with Labors for His Harvest Ministries, let us know. Uh, if there's anything that you need, 
um, prayer if you need prayer go out there you don't have to tell us everything you just just give us uh, some information just pray for me say pray for me and my family amen and we will we will pray for you praise god well we did go over a little bit you know well well uh we, we, we what needed to be said needed to be said amen and you know to god be the glory and we've done enough to where there's some other uh conversations out there and times together with him broadcasts that don't extend the hour uh but we are on several platforms and you can subscribe and uh, be notified when we're coming on we usually come on 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 sundays and saturday evenings and wednesday evenings we have the obstruction of justice program where we get a chance to talk about current events and politics with with scripture you know because you know we're we're i'm saved sister ann is saved praise god and i thank god for his salvation but just know that you are loved. God loved you. He loved us first. And we love one another. Love thy neighbor as thyself. And just know that I love you. I do. And God is showing me to uh, a way to perfect his love. Hallelujah. In showing others how to love. Praise God. So he's showing me a deeper revelation of love and what to do and he will show you will will be a blessing to each other the church of the lord jesus christ amen we will be that force his bride prepared and loving one another will be doing that will be that for christ's return get ready for his return saints because jesus is soon to come and uh, if the lord says the same I'll see you next time. Thank you for joining the LFHHM broadcast together with him. Special thanks to the LFHHM volunteers, friends, and the consultants at Union Rock Hill Films. One God, One Church. Don't forget to check out the discipleship resources at www.lfhhm.org. There are also great volunteer opportunities. Click on the Contact Us tab and let us know you're interested. Be sure to subscribe, like, and sign up to review media notifications on events and updates. Then he said to his disciples, The harvest is indeed plentiful, but the workers are few. So pray to the Lord of the harvest to send out workers into his harvest.